four friends get together to play D&D, talk about nerd stuff, and very frequently find themselves derailing the conversation into random topics. No, we aren't talking about us. We're talking about Endgame Content. Endgame Content is a gaming podcast featuring D&D actual play, Dungeons and Doofuses, that releases every other Saturday on Spotify and Google Podcasts. You can also watch the guys goof around live on Twitch at angered underscore egg. Check out EGC for gaming discourse, brackets, news, playalongs, and more. See if this is the episode they finally break their DM. Welcome to the Legends of Lanamora podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. With me this afternoon, I have Nova. Heyo. Nicole. Yep. And Emily. Hello. We are a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. <laughs> In last week's episode, the party uh, has just left the Circle of All after. Um, a little bit of, uh, they did a little bit of traveling to and fro, went back and forth between the, uh, the coast of the Circle of All by Gizmoborough, all the way back up to the tree, TN, and then they had to leave. They got into a carriage to head off to Ada's Bounty, um, using promo code Maxine is great to get a free carriage ride. Um, and they were delivered to Adam's Bounty to the estate of Polwit Sim, who has just told them that someone's trying to kill him. That's the, the long and the short of what happened last episode. I was describing this to someone else, and I was like, you know what? Not a whole lot happened last week's episode. Um, but this, something very important did happen. Birds don't have souls, Nicole. <laughs> So, uh, that was the most important thing. Watch out for that shirt coming out soon. Um, <laughs> be a very good shirt, actually. Uh, I think that's good enough place any to start. Uh, so, the halfling agricultural foreman, Paul Whitsim, is standing in front of you saying that someone is trying to kill him. It's dusk at, at his bounty, and you are at his estate overlooking the uh, all of the the growth and everything that's being done in Addis Bounty. Before we start, I want to make sure I'm getting this name right. Is he saying Pull Wit Sim? Pull Wit Sim. That's okay. his name. I know you were about to say Into the Sig of it, I believe. Pull Wit Sim, the halfling agricultural foreman, has just told you someone's trying to kill him. It's dusk in Addis Bounty. Uh, and... The sun has just set over the cloistered peaks. What do you all do? Uh, what what makes you think someone's trying to kill you? Well, it's the the, the cards I've been getting. It's the ma- the mantles say that that's that's the the mark of a killer. Uh, can first off, hi Scar. Uh, H- hello, Pullwit, Sim. Uh, I mean, who? Oh. Come inside. Everyone come inside. Yeah. 
I, yeah. I don't want to be out on the street. Uh, yeah. Uh, so can I can I see these cards you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come in, come in, and he ushers you all in really quickly and uh, shuts the door behind you and uh, locks like three or four different locks on the door. Okay, okay. You're not trying to kill me, are you? I should have <laughs> yeah. asked this before. Okay. It would have been good to ask that question before anyone invited us in your house, but nah, nah. Uh, you don't have the looks of killers. Um, so. Oh, me, no. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so first thing we know, pull with some bad judge of character. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so, um, come, come this way. Come with me. Um, yeah, come with me. And he walks off into uh, deeper into his abode. He lives in a well. He's a halfling, so it's a cozy little uh, house. Lots of uh, food about. Uh, he looks like he's living. Uh, if you didn't know that you were in Ada's bounty, you might think that you were living somewhere in the halls of indulgence, or that he was living somewhere in the halls of indulgence. There are, you know, uh, rows and rows of food and wine and casks of ale and all of this stuff just lining it looks like every room of his house uh, everywhere you go you wouldn't be wanting for anything little bow bag has got it <laughs> yes so he takes you back to his office and he says okay here they are uh, and he arrays three cards in front of you and they're gonna, business card sized I'm gonna pick it up and Pick what the closest one I guess up and examine it. Okay, he puts them out in order. He said, "So I got these over the course of the last few weeks. I'm not quite sure what they mean, but when I brought it to the mantle's attention, it made them very nervous." Um. Anyway, this was the first one I got, and he passes you a card that has um a really nice uh, embossed business card. It's a really heavy paper. And you see embossed on it are lotus flowers. And in handwriting that you can't quite discern, it looks like a hodgepodge of a bunch of different uh, writing styles. It says, the first mercy is compassion, a chance to care, a feeling of love. And Scar, you automatically realize what this is. Do I? (laughs) Because of your time in the mantles. Enlighten me. This is the first card of the fourth Mercy, who is a notorious, um, well, notorious an enigma. You don't know exactly know what it is, but you know that it's not good. If you've gotten one of these cards, there's a 99% chance that you are going to perish. Uh, in your time in the mantles, you investigated a few of these type things in one of your criminal justice classes. With the mantles, this was like one of the unsolved mystery things is uh, this individual, no one knows who it is, called the Fourth Mercy, who has what they do. They've got an MO. They leave four cards over the course of a few weeks, and they leave without a trace besides um, a body. So we have our first Lanamoran serial killer? Not the first, just the first that you all weren't run into. Well, that we've come across, yes. I'm just is saying, this, like... <laughs> is this Scars, like, the one that got away? Like, she investigated this while she was part of the Mantles, never never could track down the killer, and now here it is again. 
Well, this is the this thing is that recently this has been you know it, a, a lot of cold cases are tied to the fourth mercy and in the, in the mantles it's one of those things like every bright-eyed bushy-tailed new mantle that comes in is like I'm going to take down the fourth mercy it's going to be me I'm smarter than everyone else on this force and I'm going to do it how long has been happening if it happened if, if I know about it from like mantle quantico uh like how long how long is this it's been going on pretty consistently for at least the last five years okay well so i'm gonna venture guess that if you get that fourth card you're pretty soon you're gonna be dead and he's got three so hold on are you are you one of the are you a mantle? You're not wearing the, the get-up. Uh, long story short, former mantle. Um, so I know what this is about. Can I but see the other... But you're not patina, then. <laughs> oh, that's uh, the thing I'm sensitive about. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we, could, we could get to that another day. Uh, former copper mantle. Uh, I've dealt with these things before. Can I see the other two cards and i just oh. i want you to read out the uh the what the three yeah yeah for sure um you do you want me to read it or you want to look at oh okay <laughs> so this one uh the one with the hyacinth flowers on it it says uh the second mercy is forgiveness a chance to become better a feeling of acceptance i, I don't know what that means but um and then the, the third card is with the azaleas on it and it says the third mercy is forbearance, a chance to hold back a feeling of tolerance. So, what am I supposed to do with that? If, I, if I had to guess, it sounds like someone is knows something bad that you did and is going to murder you for it unless you repent. And it sounds like they're giving you the chance to do that. And it sounds like you are failing. So what'd you do, what, my what, friend? Wait, hold, hold on a second. What'd, what'd you, you do? do? What, what, what bad have I done? I don't know. What'd you do, my friend? Who, 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 why would me? someone want to kill you? That's the first place uh, to start in any mur- murder investigation. Look, look, why would I someone want to kill you? I'm a pillar of the community. I, I do nothing but help everyone around me. I mean, I, 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 I run a tight ship, sure. And I can be a little strict at times, but uh, no one's ever left wanting. Question. It, uh, yes. Fucking liar. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Question. I, out of character. Uh, question. Sorry. Uh, okay. Um, how the previous uh, fourth mercy murders that I know of uh, were they tied to uh, prominent figures, or was were they just random? Could we ever? Was there anyone even close to? Figuring out the pattern of the victims. Roll me a history check to see what you remember about the one of the last ones that you um, ran across in your time as the mantles. Plus two, seventeen. Okay, so there was a pretty prominent dwarf named Novrotten Brickbraid in Fellows who was taken out by the Fourth Mercy, um, and he was a fairly prominent figure in the uh, masonry community uh, out on the west side of Fellows. 
again, there wasn't a whole lot known about his, um, you know, interaction with the Mercy. He was found, you know, in his, in his home with a dagger wound. And there was a, uh, in the autopsy, they were able to find a trace amounts of uh, a poison that was able to um, actually hurt him. Because, you know, dwarves have resistance to poisons. I think that's where the flower element comes into it. Um, another question. Ooh. Do Are the cards always the same? The, the things that are written on the cards? Or are they always different, like, types of weird forgiveness and mercy and all this weird shit? It's always the same cards. There's like a whole file of these cards up in each mantle's precinct where they've run in onto the um, the fourth mercy. Um, they're, they all say the same thing, but the handwriting is always different. Can I remember what the fourth card is going to say? Yes. It, the fourth card will be the fourth mercy is death. Uh, okay, question. Sorry, Emily has a question. Considering Drew has a background in herbology <laughs> as well as she's really good at like making teas and potions and things it's kind of her bag and she likes books would she know any correspondences with the flowers on these cards like does she like maybe there's some lore behind them like rosemary for remembrance is a thing it's originally from shakespeare but like we're not originally but is in shakespeare so like is that a thing is there any um, associations roll me a nature check I was going to say there was a lotus, a hyacinth, and a what? Azalea. That all seemed really specific. Azalea. What's, a, what's the flower on the fourth card always? Uh, it's always a chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Interesting. You said nature? Yeah, nature check, please. It's going to be an 18. Uh, okay. You look at the cards again, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is, they're really trying to sell this. This is, they're, they're really trying to you know, hammer this home in the handwriting. You notice that there are differences between the scripts, uh, it, between each word. It's kind of like, it's not exactly like a ransom note, but it's, you know, where it's magazine clippings, but this is actually, you can tell it's done by hand. So um, it's, it's me. It's me. Is this a joke on my handwriting? Are you dunking on me? Yeah. I'm, I'm just dunking on you right now, personally, Nathan to Emily. We're going to fight about this later. I'm just um, saying Nathan has once said that my right handwriting looks like a ransom note, but continue. Um, no, I said it looks like a silver color, um, and oh. I'm not the only one. So, no, I know. Uh, But you notice in the, in the script that there's always a word that's capitalized. Uh. And, and so it's, um, for the first one, it's compassion, and then forgiveness, and then forbearance. And then I'm uh, assuming then, death is the other one. Yeah. Um, so if you were to... CFFD? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you see that each, each of those, those capitalized words correspond one-to-one with the representations of the flowers. Uh, Lotus is for compassion. Hyacinth is for forgiveness. Azalea is for forbearance. And chrysanthemum is for death. Mm-hmm. When okay. you're talking with Scar. I have an in-character question now. Uh, when did this third card come? I got, yeah, I got this card about a week ago, I'd say. Mm, and how frequently have they been coming once a week or every couple of weeks? Uh, I mean, it's been fairly consistent every week to two weeks about. What was the last one that 
you got? What was the, what did it say in the flower? Uh, uh, the third mercy was forbearance, a chance to hold back a feeling of tolerance. What was the flower? Uh, azalea. So it was azalea forbearance. Mm-hmm. So is there something that happened last week? I'm still going down this rabbit hole. If anyone else wants to go down a different one, please feel free. But this is the one that I am going down. Um, I'll wear a bell so you know how to find me again. Um, but I think that was there something maybe last week or the week before where you could have shown restraint or something and you did something anyway? No, not that I can think of. Nothing outside of is the normal. I mean, there's jobs to get done. We've got to move our products around and, you know, it's we've got a city to feed, right? I'm in charge of making sure that you know, everyone stays fed and everyone is doing well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there someone who maybe um, has fallen through the cracks in this situation? No, no, no. Never, never. We're very careful. Is there someone maybe who is not getting a very good end of this deal? He looks at you and he's kind of taken aback and he says, What? What kind of foreman do you take me for? Apparently not a very good one. Someone's trying to kill you. I'm trying you, to help. Uh, another question I have about this. Uh, this has happened in... It's not just... Obviously, it's not just fellows because it's happening in Addis Bounty. Has this popped up in pretty much every borough like that I know of? Yes, there are reports of it popping up in each borough. So I'm I'm thinking that this is a either a this is definitely the fourth mercy this thing that has been happening all over the place and it's got something to do with taking out a person of prominence in in a position of prominence that they just want to get rid of or this is a copycat situation and they want to get rid of this guy because they don't they want to put someone that they want in charge, the triumvirate. Mean, I mean, they want to put someone of the people in charge. So they're trying to get rid of him and they're doing it by copycatting what they know is a serial killer type situation. Yes, Emily. That's fair. They've done that before. Do we know all of the people that Scar has seen this happen to before? Do we know their occupation? Is it always someone just in a position of power or is it always like a foreman specifically? Um, at this, is that Maybe. Drew asking or yes. is, is this Drew asking Scar directly? You, it is verbally? now. Scar, <laughs> do you, I need you to think. I need you to think. Remember, all of the people who were killed by this before, were they all foreman people in charge of workers that kind of situation or was it just someone of prominence so i'm gonna answer i'm gonna say that the only one that nathan has told me about so far uh the only one that i can recall off the top of my head is a very prominent dwarf who was in charge of masonry in fellows so Are you thinking this is like a, a disgruntled, workers. a disgruntled worker situation? I kind of um, am thinking this might be like maybe you need a union, my guy. Maybe you suck as a boss. Maybe uh, good bosses don't have employees or try to murder them. Saft, are you um, in your magical armor? Are you 
um, in your exosuit. Why? <laughs> Andy's gonna scan the room. Or I like that question. <laughs> um, am now. <laughs> so basically, are you wearing the suit, or is Andy in mechanical servant mode? <sighs> Honestly, in character, I will. I would have put Andy away, because... Andy's in briefcase mode? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Saf, you see a light blinking on your uh, exo briefcase. Andy's like, wake me up, bitch! I I got shit to to say! say. (laughs) Okay, I I press the the button, and Andy uh, goes into mechanical servant mode. Okay, uh... So, mechanical noises. Uh, Andy is now in mechanical servant mode, and Pulvic goes, whoa, 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 what is this? Is this, or is this some sort of shakedown? Are you all the mercy? Uh, crap, hush. And Andy uh, says, I may be able to help with this. There have been 29 cases of the fourth mercy. Much easier. Over how, over how many years? Searching. Searching. In the last five years, there have been 29 instances recorded of the Fourth Mercy in the Mantle's records. All from different uh, boroughs. Correct. All prominent figures in society? Searching. Yes. Ha! Okay. Um, who... Mm, Andy, in your in your records, do you have knowledge of who took over those people's businesses? The Mantle's records do not state who overtook the business. Would I know my specific the specific case, the dwarf one? Um, roll me an roll me a combination history and investigation. Roll me the. His, no, roll me the investigation first and then roll me the history. That's a nat 20. Okay. Um, and so that's for the investigation. And let's just see the history. 1921. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Scar, back in your time going over the case uh, specifically of Nobratan Brickbeard, uh, sorry, Brickbraid. Um, it was, it was fairly new, uh, when you were going through and you see that you you thought there was something that wasn't quite right about the case. And so you did a little more digging outside of, uh, let's say class, um, extra credit. You, you did some extra credit work. Um, Scar does not seem extra credit type, but okay. Uh, it, it wasn't like extra credit. It was just like, there's something weird about this and it just tickled your brain and you went down a rabbit hole and you kind of looked at some records and uh, of the conditions in Brickbraid's um, masonry business and you went down and you, you, you might have talked to one or two people loading up bricks into a cart situation and he wasn't well liked at all but the jobs got done there were some 
what everyone called accidents that were uh, happening fairly frequently. But then once um, the the next owner took over, um, everyone seemed a lot happier, and there were no more accidents. There weren't as many accidents anymore. Um, And there were reports that uh, the workers were being underpaid, and so they were actually getting fair wages. So, not a serial killer, but a Robin Hood situation we've got going on here. Sounds like. Sounds like this dude needs to die. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'll put my communism away. I'm sorry. I'm trying. (laughs) I'm. mm. Player knowledge versus character knowledge. Seize the means of production. Sorry. Can I? (laughs) Can I roll? Uh. I don't know how I want to do this. Um. I want. Well, I'm trying to see if I can. Like, are we in his office right now? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, you're in his office where he had left his cards. So there's a, you know, it's a, it's a nice, cozy little office. There's not a whole lot of room. Um, I was going to make a joke about it earlier, but you all introduced yourselves at the door after he locked all up, too. So he knows your names. Um, okay, so I want to try... Going a- by her alias, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to try some... I want to try some way to, like, get him to, like, leave this room for a hot minute, maybe take like one or two other people with him and like, go get something, you know, like, Hey, we've been traveling a really long time. Like we, we could use some, some. Listen, I um, would love to continue talking about this. However, I'm very tired and, and uh, a little cold. Do you have somewhere where I can make a cup of tea? Uh, and I want to stay in this room and investigate is what I was okay. trying to say. I know uh, what you yeah, were saying. I, absolutely. Roll up persuasion for me, actually, Drew. Persuasion. I'm really good at that. Whatever 16 plus 7 is, my brain don't work. 23. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, come come with me, young lady. We'll go get you some tea. Um, I'm sorry. I should have been more hospitable to you coming in. Um, you, uh, feel feel I mean, free. Have a seat. Um, well, I don't. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Let's go get you some tea. And uh, he thank you. I brought my own. I just need you to show me where the water is. <laughs> oh well, yes, yes, yes. The well's right over here. And he walks with you, Drew. Okay. And while I'm in the kitchen area, I will be like, okay. And like, do you have honey? Where's the spoons? I'm gonna take my fucking time asking him where shit is because I know what Scott's trying to do. Roll me a performance, please, to see how Hell many yeah. minutes so you uh... uh I'm going to keep my voice down. Emma, go ahead. Oh, I was like, wait, 21. Okay. You're doing a great job. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to keep my voice down, and I'm going to say to Safina, Safina, can you have Andy scan the room and, like, try to get a beat on something while I, like, sift through some papers and shit? But I'm So I'm going to try to be very stealthy and do investigation at the same time. Um, Should I do an investigation as well? Uh, Sure. So that's 14 plus two is, that's a 16 to investigation, but I also have to be stealthy, which I I have a thing with stealth. So like my stealth is high, but I have to do it at disadvantage because of my armor. 
Right, so the lower and up, well, the here, let me let me ask you this: Are you trying to be stealthy and like not looking like you've disturbed stuff? Because if that's the case, you don't have to roll with disadvantage. Your just armor is loud, like. But if you're just trying to like not disturb like the way that things are on his desk and make sure that it's being kept the way it was when he left, like that's not okay. Yeah, that. So 15 plus 7 is 22. So 16 for investigation, but the 22 for the stealth. Okay, so you're doing a really good job of not shuffling papers around or anything um, and leaving everything right where it is. You see on the desk, it's mostly, you know, shipping manifests and inventory management ledgers and everything like that. It's books with a bunch of numbers in them. There's, you know, quills and ink for taking all these notes down. There are various notes from around uh, the farms that have been sent to him. There are a bunch of different handwriting. It's stuff like, uh, turnip harvest was great this quarter. We're going to do beans next. Like, stuff like that. Those type of notes. Uh, uh, And there's, you know, Things like requisition requests and all that kind of paper stuff that he's like a stack of requisitions he's got to sign. I'm I'm just so like what I'm thinking is I'm I'm gonna invite everyone along onto my train of thought. I'll leave a bell like Emily said before. <laughs> I'm thinking that this guy is actually a good person because I feel like Gonalit does not associate. This is Gonalit's contact. Let hear me out, Emily. I think that this guy is actually a good person. I don't think that all the other people that were involved in the fourth mercy mercy stuff were, I think that that's legit, that this is like a that's a Robin hood type organization that goes after shitty, corrupt people. Uh, I think that this guy, it's a copycat thing. I think he's being framed for it as if it was the fourth mercy, but that's not actually what's happening. I think he's a good person, but that Kelvin and all those assholes, the triumvirate, he's not on their side and he's probably disagreed with them on a few things of how to do shit since he's the foreman him and the consul who Calvin clearly has in his pocket are not, they're not, they're like not copacetic and he's probably pushed back a little bit. And now they're using this as the way to take care of the problem without having to, you know, leave a trail of bodies. They're going to blame it on this unsolved mystery type cold case bullshit uh, to explain it away. And I'm trying to find some sort of like, I feel like managers and businesses always have somewhere where there's like complaints from workers. I'm looking for anything that would implicate this guy that he's a shady business operator or that people are unhappy with his work. Okay. Are you doing any of this thought process talking aloud or no? I, I do say that again, I'm trying to be quiet. I do say that to Safina so that she can, so she knows what to kind of like get Andy to even search for too, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, the reason I'm asking is because Sokoba is also a mantle. So yeah, that too. Um, so you could bounce ideas around off her too. So I just didn't know how much you were saying as Scar and how much you were thinking. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm sharing my thoughts aloud, and that's how Scar does things. She thinks that loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So as far as like suggestion box type things, you don't see anything like that. It's all just regular day-to-day work of an agricultural foreman. Um, 
you're looking in drawers and desks and stuff like, or um, drawers and cabinets and things like that. And there's no like secret, uh, like safes or hidden drawers or anything like that that you can see. Um, when Sokoba looks at you and says, I don't, I don't know if this is a copycat or not. I mean, these are remarkably identical to the cards that we had on file for some of those other cases. I remember seeing Navratan's cards and they, I mean, there's, there's something about them. It's that weight. It's, these are all handmade. It'd be really hard to try and copy this. But Calvin does. Ha, Calvin also has the same knowledge that we do about these being the mantles as well. Either he is somehow involved in the fourth mercy already, and we've just never put that together, or like he knows who it is and had, had you know has been involved from the start, or he knows the information, same information we know, and knows how to copy it, maybe. Maybe. He's not very smart, though. No, he's not. <laughs> um, I mean, we can't rule have, it out. But. He does have the backing of Tazvig, who, again, Mantle's console has those kinds of contacts. This could just directly tie into all of the other nefarious shit that they've got going on that we didn't know about. It's possible. Anything from, anything from Andy? Anything from Safina? Yeah. Like, what did uh, Andy roll for investigation? Uh, Nineteen. Uh, did, are you instructing her to look for anything specific? Um, I guess uh, Andy doesn't have gender. It's a machine. Yeah, they them. Um, I guess just what Scar is like asking for. This is which is like suggestion box type things. Can Andy, like, scan for structural integrity, secret compartments, that kind of shit? Is that, can she do that? They do that? Yeah, sure. Um, so Andy starts their scan and comes back with no anomalies detected. However, scanning. Scanning. No, it was nothing. Andy? I'm gonna. I'm gonna need you to talk to me. What? What was? What was that? Talk to me. My sensors indicated there was a disturbance here, and Andy puts a hand by the corner of the desk. However, upon further analysis, this was a glitch on my part. There is nothing here. Uh, can I investigate the corner of the desk? Yes. Don't forget that you all have hero points as well. It's a 23, you don't need them. Okay. <laughs> um, upon closer inspection, it looks like on the corner of the desk there used to be a fairly large stack of papers there. You can see in the, like, in the dust that covers the corner of the, the table that there was something that was there and now it's not there anymore. It's almost indiscernible. And so it would make sense that Andy's sensors wouldn't, would pick it up, but then upon closer inspection, wouldn't really. They'd say, oh, anomaly or not an anomaly, but 
you know, it's outside. It's within the margin of error. This is nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarlet says to Safina, um, hey, Safina, you have uh, ways to detect magic, correct? Uh, Andy has identify on them. Is that the same thing that's holding an object? Yeah, it's just to identify what spell is on... Yeah, I'm curious. To An see object, if but we don't. Can you touch the? Yeah. I guess the Ident- desk would be the object. Four objects. Detect magic is for auras. Yeah. No, I thought yeah. you had detect magic. No. Maybe it's me. Is it oh, you? You're someone? in the kitchen. One of us has it. Um, Maybe Karen has it. Shit. Um, yeah. Hey, Karen. <laughs> hold on. Let me look at Karen. And dispel magic. That could come in handy. If there is any fucking magic in this, if there's any magic in this room, when Drew comes back, I'm going to ask her to use that spell. I also have dispel magic. Okay, we both don't need it then. Maybe one of us should get rid of it. Maybe I can pick something else up. Does dispel magic, is dispel magic area of effect or is it also object? object. (laughs) Any creature, object, or magical effect within range. Uh, Both. Uh, Karen does have detect magic. Um, hell yeah! Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me see if I can see anything. He looks more nervous than usual because you all are snooping in someone's office. Um, okay, so he goes. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Um, he flips through his spellbook and he goes. Okay. He does a little hand gesture and then he. Uh, no, there's nothing here. No, no magic. Can we? Mm-hmm. No, I'm. I'm gonna sit down over here. Okay, I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit right here because he said we could sit down. He didn't say we could look at his things. <laughs> okay, try- Karen. Listen, Karen. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this possible murder that could happen soon. Uh, so. so that was a really, uh, you know, big teapot. I mean, I'm. So- I'm sorry that you dropped it, but you hear. Pull it and Drew coming back. Oh, yeah, clumsy me. <laughs> Always dropping uh, teapots. Uh, it happens to the best of us. I know, I know, I know. Um, so, anyway, um, well, I brought enough cups for everyone. Here, here you go. He gives you all cups. Oh, thank you. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be real serious right now. I'm gonna like level pull, like staring down pull it right now. He's small. And I'm big. Uh, I'm gonna look Rude. him dead in. I'm gonna look him dead in the face. Oh, listen, oh, it's just it's just facts. Uh, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna level with you. Hey, yes. He's looking around shifty, like all the information that I have on the Fourth Mercy does not bode well for you. However, I'm gonna give you a chance right now to come clean about things or to let me know where your stance is on some things before I decide whether or not we're going to intercede on your behalf and try not to get you killed. Huh? What? what? Uh, I'm going to roll an intimidation. Six. That's a 19 to intimidation. Uh, but um. I'm also going to... Uh, add two hero points. So that's... A 23. 
Yeah. Ah, uh, um, what do you mean? What do you want to know? Please just don't hurt me. Make no promises. Uh, I want to know what your involvement with the console of this district is. I want to know uh, if you've been mistreating workers or mishandling, if there's any corruption on your end at all. <coughs> Being dead serious, I need you to tell me everything. Falk? No, no, I don't. Uh, Falk, Falk and I don't. We, we have no interaction. Um, he, uh, he, he's, he's, he's been great for the, for the borough. He, he's a great triumvir. Um, I, I would, I, I wish him the best in everything that he does. Uh, and my, my workers, I mean, yeah, I push them a little hard sometimes. I'll, I'll admit, I, I push them hard, but I pay them well. And we just got, we have deadlines to meet. Like I said before, we're feeding the city here. I promise. There's, 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 I wouldn't miss, I wouldn't mistreat, I wouldn't mistreat my workers. I'm going to place my hand on the corner of the desk where that papers used to be and say, uh, and like rub my hand over it and say, uh, so this paperwork that used to be here, where'd that go? What was that about? Uh, what's everyone's passive insight, please? What's a passive insight? Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, 10 plus your insight skill. 13. 11. 10. 10. <laughs> I don't know anything about any uh, papers there. I don't know what you're talking about. Since my hand is already there, I'm slamming my fist down. And I'm going to re-roll my intimidation. Do I have to re-roll the intimidation? It was a 20 fucking 3. Don't play games with me, Polwit. Um, I, I... Okay, there were papers there, but I don't know where they've gone. I've just now noticed that they're missing. I swear. I swear. Who else, who else has been in your house since they were gone? Well, the mantles have been here. They've looked all over to look for traps and, and poisons and anyone trying to hide out in, in, in the estate. But no, no, there's been no one else. It's just me. It's just me. Do you have any wait staff? Uh, wait, wait staff? No, yes. no. I... What do you mean that? <laughs> it's 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 just me. I mean, so I'll have workers bring some stuff up to up to the estate every now and again. But no, 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 no one, no one is here with me. It's just does me. And does Andy's lie detector thing only work if you tell her to use it, or does it work like all the time? I think you should, yeah, you have to tell her because you got to hook people up to it. Yeah. Uh, I thought you, we were you don't have in- to hook up to it, but I'm going to um. say that you've got to. So Andy's got a lot of things that they can do. I'd say that Andy can only do one task at a time, let's say, so that Andy isn't like just a, you know, get out of jail free card. No, I know. And that's not what I'm trying to use. I was just wondering if that was something that she just does. Can that be? That's that's got to be under the realm of background task. Like, well, what I'm saying is like, Andy just scanned the room and did a big investigation there. So turning around and saying, all right, now, Andy, lie detector mode. Be my passive insight for me. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a lot for Andy to do. Okay, I see that. I was just curious if that's something that she always does or if you had to, like, turn that function on. <laughs> like, 
just for streamlining things and using Andy's abilities for more utility purposes, we can come up with a list of like one of these things per day or long rest. But we don't have to do it right now. I'll say that that uh, charge is exhausted for right now. So maybe we could come up with a spell slot situation for <laughs> Andy's actions. Yeah, we can come up with some sort of action economy, but we don't have to come up with it right now. We'll just say that she's uh, or they are not able to do spoons. that. Yeah, Andy, drop the spoons. Mood. What were the papers that are now missing on this desk? I haven't. I have. I. 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 I haven't gotten through those yet. It's you know. I've got a big to do list. I really don't want to be a dick. I really, really don't know if I believe him or not. I definitely um, don't believe him. It's not shitty as fuck. I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna grab by his collar. I'm just doing it. I'm Ooh. going full scar, face to face. Don't fuck with me, Polwit. I promise you, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. I'm just. I'm. I'm just trying to get a job done. Please, just put me down. Well, you, you, I, I'll, I, if you put me down, I, I, I promise I won't call the mantle to you. You're, you're, you're not law enforcement. Why? Uh, I, I let you into my home. I thought that you would help me. We're now trying, you're just... but you're not. <clears throat> we're trying, but you're not actually giving us answers. We're listen, trying listen. to make sure that you don't die. And we're asking you very specific questions. And you're just over and over saying, well, nothing's wrong. Nothing's ever happened to me. I've been sitting in this room doing nothing for five years when you know that's not true. So I need you to start telling us the truth so we can help you. Otherwise, peace out. Start planning. Make your arrangements. Whoever wants you off is going to come back unless you tell us what's up. He looks around startled and scared at all of you, and he says, I I just want I just want to do good by the people here. I I I I that's all I've ever wanted. Can you put me down, please? I'm gonna release him slowly, staying staying like staring at him. And I'm going to roll an insight to see if I believe him. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> uh, okay, to your insight to see if you believe whether or not he really wants to help people and do good by people. You sense that he believes that is what he wants. I don't like the way that you just said that. Me either. We need to talk to... <laughs> the people who work here, I think they would have a little bit more tea for us. Alright. Here's what we're gonna do. Pull it. I mean metaphorical tea. This is lovely. Yeah, so, okay. Here's the thing, pull it. As a former mantle, I have the skills that you need to help you out. As long as you're willing to help us out. I can stop you from dying. Auto fame, brute <laughs> glory, even put a stopper in that. deception. <laughs> I can, I can stop you from the. I can stop the fourth uh, mercy from getting. I can save the ones you love from dying. <laughs> but, but I'm gonna need your help too. He seems shaken, but he resolves himself. 
He takes a deep breath and says, what, what do you need from me? Well, for starters, you're going to need to use your place as you, in you, a place you, to you, stay. <laughs> you need my, oh, you need lodging. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, well, sure. I'm also going to be sticking to you like glue. Oh, all right. So I'm going to need you to give me a rundown of what your days look like. Are you going to be his bodyguard? Kind of. Uh, well, uh, I guess, and he goes into what he does day to day. Bodyguards for lodging. Yeah, I'm not going to role play about some. Yeah, yeah. no, no, that's fine. Day. But yeah, he, he tells you all about what he does day in and day out. He says, oh, I mean, tomorrow I'll be here and going to look at inventory all day. So. Well, you've got a new tiefling size shadow. Uh, here's another thing. Uh, and I'm going to look at my, uh, the rest of the people around me. Uh, we need to conduct ourselves in our affairs with the utmost discretion. So you don't go anywhere without me and no one comes in here without my say so. All, All right. If you say so. And then I'm going to look at Saf and the rest of them and Drew and say, like, kind of whisper, like, what else do we need, guys? Like, what else do we need? We need to be able to talk to his workers, figure out what's going on. That and... I totally forgot why we were here. Um, (laughs) We we need to figure out who wants him dead. That's what we're doing. Well, yeah, that's why I'm going to stick to him. Well, I know, but we have to figure out who wants him dead. Like, what, what the thing is. So, like, the employees would know a lot more. So we need to talk to his employees. Yeah, and as long as... We need the office das. As long as Pulwit is alive, um, we need to conduct our investigation of Addis Bounty. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant, like, we need... There was other things that we needed that weren't about him and his whole who's trying to murder him, and I forgot what uh, they were. Me too. <laughs> There's yeah, a reason you, that we were given a contact. A, a quick rundown why you are why you all are in the on in Addis Bounty. I know yes, that please. they're building a new depths and darkness place here. Mm-hmm. That part we know. Also, something about uh, the triumvirate is this is one of the tries of the triumvirate. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. <laughs> yep. So that's the, the gist of it. The host is constructing a new temp- temple of depths and darkness in Alari, and it's under Ada's bounty. Uh, then Quill also told you that she knew that Dr. Milo had something to do with the construction of the new temple. Who did? That Milo? Then Quill said that Dr. Milo had something to do with construction. Um, she mentioned Dr. Milo and a few other artificers were working on some things with it, and that the construction is um, proceeding at a rate that is very promising, is the way that she put it. And yeah. yes, Falk Cromwell, the consul of um, Addis Bounty, is one of the triumvirs. Okay. Heard, heard. Okay. I'm, t- I'm not going to lie. This whole, like, Scar being the one to figure out a five-year unsolved murder mystery is like hella appealing to me. I'm very um, into this for you. Um, because obviously I took an interest in it in my studies. Uh, so yes. this is kind of when like they got away. 
this is kind of like my way back into the, you know, like if I ever get Prove to yourself. go back to the mantles, like I solved this fucking murder. What? It's also very like prove yourself because kind of <clears throat> the whole thing is the scar, all of the rumors that have been spread about scar <clears throat> being like a bad, you know, corrupt mantle and all this stuff. So you're coming back and solving this case. It's very important. Unsolved yes. case is very important. Might yes. be very important to scar. Character but also all that other stuff is important too. <laughs> so I'm going to stick to this guy like glue and y'all can do some investigating and that shit. I want to go talk to the people who work there. And Nina definitely wants to find out what's going on with her grandpapa and building this new. So we got a lot of stuff to find out. Okay. Is it, well, how it's do we late? Wanna, yeah. How do we want to do this? Are you all traveling together? I mean, Scar is going to be with Polwit. Saf and Drew, are you doing stuff together? Um, or are you, what's going on? I would rather interview the people who work there without him present. Okay. Um, so it is nighttime now. All of this okay, stuff happens. I um, wait till daytime. Okay. So you all have a a good night at the Sim Estate. Um, oh, yeah. I'm assuming we took watches and shit like that. Yeah. Um, everyone roll me a uh, perception. Perception? Uh, 11. Four. <laughs> Great bodyguard. Yeah. not tired. That's a, it's a, a three. Okay. Uh, three. Your watches pass by with no incident. Uh, you all wake up in the morning. Paul Witt is still alive. Um, and we did it. <laughs> it's a new day. Quick question. Uh, it's a little drizzly out today in Asbounty. I don't talk about the weather a whole lot in my campaigns. It's raining today. Hmm. Take that for what you will. Quick question. Uh, just going back to the cold cases. Um, how long after receiving the fourth uh, note did said people perish? Um, that we know of. It's hard to say. Because it was soon after they got the fourth business card. Sometimes yeah, it was like found. Sometimes it was found like on their person when they were found. Ah. So they would have been the only person to know when they found it. Type situation. Gosh, I got nobody reported getting the fourth note before they died. There have been very few reports of those saying that they got the fourth note. Mm, so they, it's almost as if the person hand delivers the note, then kills them. Gotcha. Yeah. There are about, you can think of like five instances where it was actually reported. Uh, you ask Andy and Andy comes up with that figure for you. Five instances where one of the victims said, hey, I got this note. And whoever wasn't able to protect them. Mm. And it's always, they all have traces of poison and a dagger wound. Most of them, well, all of them have dagger wounds. Some of them have poison as well. Not all of them. Interesting. Seems excessive. Seems excessive. <laughs> okay. So, um, let's go with Saf uh, first. What do you want to do, Saf? Question. Yes. Was there enough poison in their systems to be able to kill them or just to incapacitate them? 
there aren't any <laughs> in the notes. It doesn't say what type of poison it was. It just it was poison. Terrible notes. Lanamore is seriously lacking in their CSI fucking morgue. Yeah. Mortician Listen, skills. Stop talking about CSI Lanamora because that's Arc Two, okay? <laughs> now that I know how much you all are into the murder mysteries, we're doing. They're CSI very into Lanamora. it. We all got very engaged very quickly. <laughs> dun, dun. Law Gave and Order a- Special oh. Magic Unit. <laughs> Law and Order SMU. Listen, my next my next season's character is going to be a wizard, so that tracks. Um, anyway, so, so at the beginning of the next day, I would like to fashion makeshift umbrellas or find actual umbrellas for uh, Drew and I to go question some of the the staff. Yeah, well, it's got a good amount of umbrellas. We're not going to ask him if he knows anything about a temple being built anywhere around here. Well, I feel like I would have done that last night if I was going to do that. So, I feel like I wouldn't have done that yet. Okay. He's in. He's in. Then be like, do you know where my missing grandpa is? He's got to like, know him for a few days. Got to save his life Second first. Day. And then, then he leads me to grandpa. Grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa. Okay. Um, so you all go to start talking to workers then? Yes. Or are you just going up to anyone? Um, let me... So, okay. Can you paint me a word picture when I walk into warehouse area? I'm imagining something not great. So you're going into like an inventory management space. Like everything has been harvested already and stuff is being shipped out on carts from here. That type of warehouse. Yeah. Okay, so you go in there, there are a bunch of burly individuals lifting big crates, big barrels, and loading up carts. This really is CSI or Law and Order. Amazing. Um, uh, so there's a lot of people around. They're just doing their jobs, moving stuff, loading it onto carts. Amazing. Um, so is there like a... Is there... Someone who works at the front, they always have the tea. Someone who like is checking people in or someone who talks to a bunch of people, like a central point. Uh, yeah, there's a <clears throat> there's a goblin woman that's sitting at a big ledger. She's got like half moon glasses down low on her nose and she's right in a ledger. Maybe. She's sitting at a desk. Okay. Um, quick question. Did... Percy, give us any kind of identification. Yep. Uh, give us any kind of identification, 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 or something like a piece of paper that's like answer their questions, sign Percy Palace. Yeah, he just gave you he gave you lanyards and he wrote like his name on like a card and you can hang it from the lanyard. I can do what I just... want. <laughs> okay. Um. I walk up, we walk up very CSI. It's basically like, like guest. It's a guest pass. <laughs> like show the pass. Um, I'm going to go up to her then. And I'm going to show the pass as I'm like introducing myself. Uh, she doesn't look up and she says, where are you heading? What are you sending? <laughs> um, oh, no, no, no. I'm not uh, sending anything. I just have a couple questions um, that. If you're not here to send oh, anything, then you can get out. Get out of my warehouse. 
Paul Witt had uh, sent me down here to ask a few questions. Listen, I don't care what Paul Witt has to say. She puts her quill down. I don't care what Paul Witt has to say. We're getting things out as quickly as we can, okay? Now you listen to me. If you don't get out of my warehouse right now, I'm going to have Tom and Blindo over there. They're going to pick you up by the, bed, the scruffs of your necks and they're going to take you out of here, okay? Now, are you sending something? Yeah, my regards. No, um, I'm going <laughs> to... She ran into your nights seven times. Um, can I... I'm going to kind of back off just a little bit. And kind of be like, whoa, I'm, I'm so, so, so sorry. Like, obviously, you're very busy. Like, I know that you, you're the one who does all the work around here. So, obviously, um, you know, you're very busy. Uh, Paula did not send us down here to question you at all um, about that. Um, I'm, like, you clearly know what you're doing with all of that. But uh, mostly, we just, we have, we've seen some weird stuff around the office. And we are just trying to figure out where it's coming from uh mm. that is our task uh and if there's any way you can help us out by letting us know if you've seen anything weird something is there anything that's getting in your way preventing you from doing your job that's what we would like to know and i want to roll a perception or not a perception a persuasion persuasion for that okay we're here to help you um 18 plus 7 you're with the mantles then you're you're, um, you're an interrogator. That's what they call detectives. You're an interrogator. Not exactly. More like a private interrogator. Mm. Well, I'll tell you this. We need to know. We're, uh, in a greater time in advance, what shipments are going to be coming up here so that we can plan and get them out? We've got to stage everything. There are a lot of carts here. She gestures at like half a dozen carts. There are a lot of carts here that we've got to load up, you know, so it really would make a lot more sense if we knew what was coming in and when it was coming in. Uh, so, you know, it, it, all, all, all this day of nonsense, you know, is just... Uh, uh, she throws and her hands up. It, and who does it fall to to let you know when stuff is coming in? Well, we need to hear from the farms. The farms aren't sending us anything. Hmm. I mean, if there was some sort of central individual that could go around to each of them and, you know, to get the information and bring it out to me, you know, but that's asking too much, I guess. Hmm. Did, you, did you have any other questions? I'm, I'm very busy. Up until this time, can I um, just do like a, I guess, use my passive perception to see if there's any like restricted looking areas quote unquote uh yeah you look it's a pretty open warehouse there's nothing that looks restricted uh so to speak there roll me a perception though whoopee that's a natural 20 okay uh there's a so everything is really open there is a section off in the corner that looks like there's um it's stock that's being not moved, but it looks like it's being stockpiled, maybe. The way that it's, you know, for the other stuff that's coming in and then going right back out, it's kind of haphazardly thrown down off the carts it comes in on and then loaded up on the bigger carts to go out to 
the other burrows, but this stuff is all neatly stacked in a corner and crated up. And is that readily visible? Yeah, it's just right out in the open. When she goes to ask, okay, anything else? I go, yeah, whose stock is that? She turns and looks. That? You know, I don't have a good answer for who that's going to. That was... uh, There's getting a new field, I guess, and they have to get all the rocks out of it. And we package it up and we send it off to a Mason's Guild or we send it to whoever works with rocks and sculptors. I don't know. Um, we sent it off to them. But until it moves out of my warehouse, it's just taking up space. Uh, is that stuff accounted for as to who it's going to, though? No, not yet. I haven't told, I, no one told me who to send it to, so it's just sitting here. I think you're, you should be more concentrated on where it's coming from. Concentrated on where it's coming from? She said somebody got a new field and they had to get rocks out of it. Ring any bells? Is that why... Oh, that, this stuff is coming from that field. Yeah, they... They gotta flatten it out, they plow it all up, till the soil, it's a bunch of rock and rubble refuse that's in it, and they just... That's not good for planting, so they just take it out, and they put it in these crates, and they set it here until we can send it somewhere. What field number is that? Where's the contractor? Oh, my God! Gosh, ah! She flips way to the beginning of the ledger and she goes, Okay, hold on. She pushes her glasses all the way up onto her face. Alright, that's from lot 412. Um, yeah, it's, it's lot 412. I don't know who's in charge of that one. Is there like a map available? Um, you want to you want to see uh, a map of the the, the grounds? Sure. And she yeah. flips all the way to the the front. You know, just like a book has a, a map in the front of it. She turns and says, "All right, here. This is this is the property." And she holds it up and she uses her quill and she says, "Now, Polwitz in charge of all of this right here." And she traces it out. And so he's got lots three hundred and eighty six through four hundred and twenty seven. Okay. So, 412, right here. She points. It's, it's right there. So, new. Mm-hmm. How far away are we from this field? Just, uh, um, that's a good question. Well, what's in charge of 386 to 487? 287. 386 to 427, yeah. Oh. 412 is actually down um, in the lower plateau. So the the higher the number, or the lower the number, the higher it is in Adam's Bounty. So the 400 uh, lots are at the very lowest level than the 300 lots and the 200 and the 100s. So Pullet's in charge of the some of the Third level and some of the fourth level. How far away are we from where oh, it is on the map? Um, so you would just need to have a trek down <clears throat> from the third level where Pulitzim's places uh, down to the fourth level 
I guess, if you think of the 400 as ground level, you're on the first plateau, right? Holbitzin is on the first plateau, and then there's a second and third plateau as well. Four, four, three, two, one. Um, so the higher you are, the higher the lower number. Um, so it would <laughs> take a little bit of time to get down there, but it wouldn't take more than like half a day okay. to get there and back. Okay. Um, all right, perfect. Great. You've given us amazing information. You're fantastic. We will mark down here that you gave us the information. We needed just one last thing. Um, this is a completely anonymous part of the survey. Uh, if you could rate your boss on a, a Miss, Mr. Sims on a scale of one to 10, where would you put him? Like one being bad and 10 being good? Yeah, that's generally how a scale works. I don't know, a, a seven or eight? Okay, well, that's pretty good. Do you have any complaints? Uh, only what I mentioned before, that I don't have any information. I would like to get it sooner. Please and thank you. If you could put that in the note. Hey, actually, I'll write it down for you. Absolutely. She takes her quill and writes it. I'll let her do whatever she wants. What was the information that she needed? Like where things were coming, when things were coming from what farms and such? Yeah. yeah what she was saying is that she's getting a lot of day of shipments these days. Mm. Whereas, you know, she'd she prefer to have advanced notice. Okay, well, I'm good. I'm going to go downstairs. Yeah. Is there any of this day of inventory that doesn't add up to your to your books, to what's supposed to be there? Uh, no. Everything that comes in goes out. Except for that. Junk. <laughs> But like I said, we'll figure it out who it goes to once we get a requisition order back. But Is there a requisition order number for that particular lot? Not yet. Not until we get the form. Okay, so Polwit doesn't have that. Not to my knowledge. If you talk to him, tell to. him to give it to me. Maybe that's what used to be on his desk. Hmm. And then well, we've gotten as much information as we're going to get. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we should go to this lot, <clears throat> find out more information about this lot. Yeah, let's try that out. You're going to go there? Um, while you all are doing that, I'm going to switch back to Scar. Yeah. Scar's probably just sitting in his office while he does his inventory, like picking her nails and shit, like just yeah. waiting for some shit to happen. Like picking her tooth with one of her weapons or something. So you said that there was there was nothing that happened last night then. No, I'll sleep. I I feel like I I couldn't get a uh, a wink of sleep. I mean, even though I knew that y'all were keeping watch for me, um, even though you scared me too. Don't get me wrong. Nah, I'm not going to kill you. Not yet, anyway. No good reason. Well, uh, you're you're much different than the other mantles that. Uh, had come through here. Are you sure you're? you uh, so you you you're. So you left the mantles of your own accord. You're, but you're not Patina then, huh? Is that like like some kind of co- thing that you do after you leave? Like when you retire the mantles, you like your the color of your robe changes or something? Uh, so as a bit of world building, the you you would know what the Patina were scar um the copper mantles of the barony of talaria are called the patina because they one thing it you 
the copper mantles themselves are um, unburnished copper. So they're just raw copper. So you have to constantly polish them to keep them from going green. Um, and so what happens is if you aren't, you know, you, you're unhappy with where you are, you maybe are a little bit on the, let's not say corrupt, but maybe more on the gray morality side of things. You might choose to uh, take up with the patinaed in the Barony of Talaria, and the way that they make themselves known is they stop polishing the copper. And gotcha. so the copper I'm goes like, green. I knew what patina was. I just wasn't sure what it meant in, in the mantle scheme of things. Yeah. So um, in the mantle scheme of things, it means like you're where the criminal justice in, in the mantle ship is kind of to a T. You kind of understand these are the laws. These are the rules. Those rules and laws are a little grayer with the patina. Yeah. So I'm going to say not patina. Uh, let's just call it a, an extended leave of absence, if you will. Okay, well, um, that, if you, I mean, if you know the law, you know the law. Uh, tell me, tell me about these mantles that you, uh, talk to. Tell me about them. Uh, the, the Adda's Bounty Mantles, they're, I mean, they, they're stand-up, uh, mantles, just like any, anywhere else. Um, they, I mean, uh, they, they sent a few interrogators over and, uh, once I, I made the report of yeah, getting the cards, um, they had to come and verify that uh, this was happening. And they said that they'd, they'd be back in a in a few days to come and check up with me. And I, I, no, one was, no one has come. So, um, tell, me, tell me the names of these investigators. Do you remember what they looked oh, like? One was, uh, one was a, a, a dwarf. A uh, lady dwarf. And the other was... Um, well, now that now that you mentioned it, I don't, I don't remember who the other one was. They they um, had a cloak of the whole time they were talking to me, um, so I didn't get a good look at their face. Tall, short, man, tall, woman, tall. Uh, I, other voice tall. register. Well, I know they they didn't have a tail. I flip mine casually just to, <laughs> um, any, any, anything discerning about them that you could tell me? Uh, nothing other than they were very, very tall and they, they didn't speak much. Uh, really it was the, the dwarf that was speaking to me more. When they did speak, accent, no accent, did they sound like they were from around here? He's a very plain voice. I don't uh, think much about voices. Any other weird stuff going on around here besides what you've been dealing with there, Bullet? Um, weird how? I don't know, you know, like, just not out of normal. Things that are out of the ordinary for you. Oh, did I mention the cards I've been getting lately? I, besides that, besides friend. that, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, nothing, nothing weird, nothing weird at all. Any new people come into your life recently? 
no one... I mean, no one besides the five of you. Hmm. Who's here with me, by the way? Is it just me and him? Uh, Karen, at least. Sokoba may or may not be with you. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to roll an insight on that question that I asked about new people coming into his life recently. Okay. So, are you sure you can't think of anybody, you know, that you've never met before since receiving those cards? Anything, you know... Anything happened just before you started getting the cards? I have nothing to insight. Thirteen. Um, no, there's there's been no one new, and he you he's telling the truth. All right. I mean, I guess I'm just gonna sit here and chill while he does his thing. Okay. Um, he continues doing his work throughout the morning and he's just sitting at his desk. He goes, you know, to get a bite to eat from one of his kitchens. And then he goes and he's reading, uh, something, uh, courier comes and delivers a stack of papers. Uh, well, wait, when the, so someone knocks on the door? Or someone like, like, it's like a mailman situation where they like drop it outside the door. Uh, they just drop it off outside the door and they, they, uh, UPS it, they go and they, they, they ring his bell and they go, Ding! and then they run off. So, okay. So I'm going to like go with him to the door okay. to get said mail. Okay. Uh, you go with him. It's still a little drizzly out. It's starting to rain a little harder now, actually. Um, and you get to the the door. There's just a stack of papers there in a crate. Um, and he's like, oh, well, you've seen how much work I've already done. Now look, I've got more of it. This looks like double what I had last week. Stack of papers and a crate or on a crate? I couldn't... In a crate. In a crate. In a crate. Okay. Yeah. It's a big old stack of papers. I'm going to stop him from doing any, like, can you put that down? Oh, why? Why? Just, just. Is there something wrong with it? Just, listen, you don't want to die, right? Better nope, safe nope. than sorry. So, so I'm going to, uh, just a little mantles tip for you. Don't touch anything. I will go through this for you. Oh, oh, okay. Are you going to, do, do you want to take this inside or? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're, we're inside for sure. Okay, so you take it out from the rain and you come inside and start looking through it. Do you go back to his office or you just go through it like right at that front entryway? Now let's go. Let's. I'm gonna carry the crate back to the office with him. He's leading the way. Okay. Um. So before we get to sorting through the crate, we're gonna go back to the crew at lot four twelve. Oh, they just went there. <laughs> so you all are walking in the rain. It starts to rain a little harder. Um, but you get all the way down to 412, uh, and it looks like a freshly tilled field. Uh, it's wet and muddy now because of the rain, and you can see there are more crates stacked up by the side of the road here, by the lot. This is identical to the ones that were in the warehouse. Mm -hmm. Okay, is there anyone around? Uh, there are a few workers nearby, but they're in the other lots. Doing the work. Oh, there's, there's no one in this lot. 
Can I roll an investigation? Because I want to like walk around, look around, see if I see anything that looks weird. Maybe a ladder that goes under the earth. Who knows? Okay, roll me an investigation. Thirteen. So you say you're walking around, or you're yes. just kind of looking from the road? Walking around. It is, it is muddy. I don't know if you care about getting mud on your boots. I don't care. I'm the stabler of the situation. <laughs> Zap is Marishka. I am walking around. So I guess that makes uh, Scar iced tea. Yes. One hundred and ten percent. Good job. Thank you for completing. Got it. I've seen enough lawnmowers. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you're walking around. You there's. It's not a huge lot. It's you're not quite sure what this is going to be good for, but it's all freshly turned. Um, there's no hint of any sort of refuse or rubble nearby. Uh, the the land itself is uh, pretty flat. It does grade up on one side, so it kind of slopes up into the next plot that sits on like a higher level. But other than that, it's just dirt. Okay, I got a 27 to investigation. Do I see anything different? Um, you notice that there is a section of the plot that doesn't look wet. Despite the rain. That's weird. And it's yeah. close to where the grade is. Where, so where it slopes up. Okay. You also notice that one of the crates is open. Uh, nearby. All right, I'm going to go through the crate first. There's nobody around, right? No, so, no one that's paying any attention to you. Okay, I'm just going to investigate the crate. Okay, uh, in the crate, you see that there, in fact, is a lot of stone in there. However, the stone that is in there doesn't look like the type of stones that you would get up out of the soil. Like These aren't like pebbles and that kind of stuff that just, you know, was kind of churned up in the, in the ground. Um, this looks like hewn stone. So are we talking like deep slate here? <laughs> yeah, it's deep slate. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's definitely hewn stone. It's stone that has been carved off of something. This is mm. not stone that you just find in the ground. When you go back to investigate the, dry patch of dirt you realize upon closer inspection that it is probably an illusion because you're looking at the rain and it's falling right through it Mm -hmm. through the ground oh hell yeah that's weird let's go get it let's go look at it i'm so excited what is it all the dispel magic i'm gonna use dispel magic Okay. Well, but if I use dispel magic, then they'll know somebody was here, and if we decide to come back, then that's true. Maybe don't. But the if the rain is just falling straight through, we can go straight through. Yeah, I'm gonna feel around for like. Can I, if I look closer into this illusion, can I see if there's like a ladder or something going down into it, or are you like putting your hand through where the dry patch is? Yeah. Okay, um, you put your hand through where the illusion starts and find that it is an illusion. Your hand passes right through. You don't feel a ladder or anything. Um, where the land slopes up, it slopes up high enough that you know you could conceivably hide a, a passage down. So it's 
it's kind of like going into the side. The side. Yeah. And then it's as though at another point there's like a straight down. So it's kind of like creating a triangle situation with the ground, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so your hand passes through as the rain did. Okay, I'm going to actually walk through it. Okay. Uh, Drew, are you going as well? Uh, I make sure that Saf isn't dead, and then yeah. Okay, Saf, you pass through without incident. Uh, Drew, if you're following her, that you also pass through without incident. Okay. You see that there is a uh, rough-hewn tunnel that goes in the direction of the uh, greater plateaus of Atta's Bounty. Mm-hmm. And you can see more wheelbarrows and carts and um, crates of this rock. The the rock of the wall is the same rock that is in the crate. So now we're going to switch back over to Scar and Pullwit. So you take the crate back into Pullwit's office. Um, I'm going to call when... Karen in too. Okay. Yeah, Karen went with you. I am dumb. Because he's anxious and scared. I learned my lessons. Um, so you all get back into Karen's, or not Karen's office, uh, Pulwit's office, and Pulwit gasps. And he says, no, 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 no. You said you would protect me. This is, this doesn't feel like protection now, does it? What what's happening? What are you talking oh, about? Look at my desk. Okay, I look at the desk. What's going on? You look what at do the I desk, see? and sitting in the middle of the flat surface of the desk is a business card. Listen, and it says, "The fourth mercy is death." Listen, <sighs> and that's oh, no. where we're going to end this week's episode. Thank you so no. much for tuning in for the Legends of Lanarmore podcast. I hope that you had a great time listening. I had a great time playing, and I hope that my players oh, no. had a great time playing. Uh, at the end of every episode, I name a legend and a lol. This week's legend is going to be Saf for those legendary investigation roles that she had. Those were <laughs> very good investigations. Some nat 20s on just a lot of stuff. Um, the lol this week... The lol this week is going to be me for not... Making sure that you all properly introduced yourselves to Polwick prior to getting into everything. You all were just hooked into this murder mystery storyline so quick, I didn't even have time to do introductions. That's on me. So anyway, if you want to reach out to us on social media, where can you do that, Nicole? Yeah, we have a Twitter. It's at Pod and at Novi underscore studio. You can go there and talk with us. Or if you want to talk to any of us personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at underscore Nova Gamer. I'm at Neurotic Good. And you can find me at underscore Squid Toaster. We also have a website, novistudio.io, which has a ton of cool stuff up there, like an about section. You can get to know us and see all of the different shows that we have. Uh, there's tons of artwork. And my favorite, our merch store. 
our merch store. We have shirts, we have mugs, we have stickers, we have everything you could possibly want to own that reps Novi, Legends of Planamora, City and Snow. Lex, talk about it. And what's what with Dilly and Dally, which is our new show with Nicole and I fucking around. You want to hear us do that? You can uh, tune in over there. Um, also on our merch store, you can find digital downloads of our mini prequel campaign, Into Depths and Darkness, set 10 years before the events of season one. Find out what really transpired between Dr. Milo Thornburn, Kelvin, and Mara on tour. We also have the homebrew Pact of the Shepherd Warlock worksheet if you want to follow along and use it in your own game. We'd love it if you could leave us a quick review on your podcasting platform of choice. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so stay tuned! Yes, please stay tuned to Legends of Lanamora and our other Novi content. We've got a lot of new podcasts. We've got a lot of podcasts, okay? Listen. Uh, we've got our sibling podcast, City in Snow. Uh, that's on the Tuesdays that Legends is not on uh, every other Tuesday. Uh, and that takes place in the same world, 127 ages in the past. Uh, we have What's What with Dylan Dally that Emily talked about. We also have Lex Talk About It, hosted by our good friend Lex. And that's an interview-style show that's always comical, sometimes emotional, but always educational. Also, tune in for next week's episode. We are going to have a very special guest from the City in Snow podcast. Our very own Lane Forrest is going to be on the show. So Ooh. be sure to stay tuned. We'll figure out what happens with Pulwit. We'll figure out where that weird tunnel goes. And until next week, let's, let's be legends. Be legends. And